0: Everybody, we're back with the Wrestling 101 with Jackson. I'm your host, Jackson Booth, and this is your co host,
1: Stephen Booth, baby. The most recognizable voice in mm. podcasting today, <laughs> baby. Jackson hates it when I do my Dusty Road. He goes, Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, freak and, out, yeah. freak
1: out. He likes the macho
0: man and uh, better in the Hogan
2: brother. Yeah,
0: those are the only two that I like.
1: Oh, well, know, you're a fruitcake. So how's everybody doing out there in uh, wrestling land and podcast land? Talk to him, Jackson. It's your show. Say, how you doing?
0: How you doing?
1: <coughs> well, we went to the uh, APW, like we said, and we did the episode. Yep. We did the interview with uh, just uh, Soldier Yeah. and uh, the uh, uh, newcomer coming up. And then we got after the show was uh, Soldier and yeah, Rebel. No. and today at the end of the show is the that's the interview I'm going to play. So
0: and that's I don't want to yeah, you. don't
1: ruin this surprise. It was a good interview. So yeah, we will start off I guess today with talking about some wrestling news. Uh, Ring of Honor is shutting down uh, for no. a little bit. They said they were going to yeah. try to come back in April. But here's some big news from the uh, WWE. They released like 18 people, if you haven't heard, in the past week or two. they have. But the three biggest names are Keith Lee, Karen Cross, uh, and Nia Jax. Jax. Yeah, them three right there. You know, especially Keith Lee and... uh, cross they just brought them up from the nxt roster yeah i mean they brought them up to the big leagues and they're like well well we can't use you anymore Bye."
0: i because i heard that he just lost one match and mr mcmahon said that he was fired up to the show
1: yeah he had his first match with uh hardy and lost and then psh, see you later
0: you, you, you're you're not that good
1: i think cross is good
0: yeah, because I remember she always pick up Alexa Bliss and Body Slammer in one, two, three. Yeah. Everybody's out. And
1: uh, last, last Saturday night, there was an APW event. Um, let me uh, get the results real quick. Okay. It was in Cleburne last uh, Saturday night. And the uh, I didn't get the name of the event, but... The first match was Max Beckett. He defeated uh Alex uh Ballsdale <laughs> or Bullsdale. And then Nova Phoenix defeated Victoria Moss Mosh. And then the uh, the oh, Apex, he won a uh no a, oh he won Apex won a false Count Anywhere to defeat APW's uh uh APW champion against Alexander Slade. And he was facing... Oh, what was it? Okay. He was facing coaches or coaches. Yeah, he was facing coaches and uh, his championship against... uh, Alexander Slade in the Apex one. I think uh, the Apex is uh, Alexander or Alexander Slade. I'm sorry. Then the cruiserweight champion, Marcus Jackson.
0: Marquise. Marquise
1: Jackson. Jackson. That's Jackson's favorite guy. Yeah. He loves Marquise Jackson. Yeah, but. He defeated who? Matha. Mata, Mathias, Matheus. in a uh, non-title match. Ooh,
0: I would love to
1: see that one. And in the main event, it was APW and Cleveland's first ever, first ever. Oh, and we missed it.
0: Table Tables, match.
1: ladders, and uh, chairs match. Oh. With champion Chandler Hopkins losing the title to sadistic Shane. Stratmore, with help from the returning Matt Marvel. Oh, man, night. Matt Marvel returned.
0: They should beat the crowd. <laughs>
1: yeah, Matt Marvel, he is a heel manager. Man, he can draw some heat. Man, I'm, he's good. I
0: know what they can do. They can just grab two handcuffs and tie him and just handcuff him to the pool. And I'm not sure they can take every That's what part. they should do. Like grab both of his hands and handcuff him back. And then knock them out for a yes. couple
1: of hours. Well, that was the result from their uh, match last uh, Saturday night. Their event, they'll be here. It's Mineral Wells. this Saturday in Mineral Wells. The thirteenth. Uh, yeah.
0: I'm so happy
1: for Yeah, that. the 13th they There'll be the thirteenth. Uh, doors open at six thirty. The action starts at seven thirty. Me and my kids always get the MVP uh vip they're the vip spots they're 35 bucks and they're worth it man they're and cool my, and my yes. little
0: cousin and my big cousin
1: yeah we all go there's about uh eight of us that go it's pretty fun
0: yeah there's like a bunch of us that sometimes go
1: oh yeah
0: but you should have. but you should have seen me last time i was screaming yeah
1: we were all screaming i can't believe we missed the ladder match tables yeah, ladders and chairs and
0: i can't believe Balak still like saved his hair
1: i know he well, looks weird. we uh got through with that i guess we'll do our regular part of the show now we're going to go over finish going over some of the territories and what i'm going to start doing me and jackson's going to go over uh some of these territories and watch some of the matches together and do a a podcast while we're uh, watch watching it we Do like a watch along We'll tell y'all what we're watching And bam, go watch it
0: Cause I think we should really like Watch one of the um
1: Cause um, uh, you know There's more to wrestling out there Than just the WWE
0: I think we should show one of the APW shows See, yeah. see if they can't make it
1: But alright We're gonna go over the uh, Territories What do you say? All right, we're going to start out with the Mid-South Wrestling. It covered Oklahoma and Texas. The Univer- the Universal Wrestling Federation, the UWF, was uh, founded in the 1950s by a retired wrestler called Leroy McGurk. As NWA Tri-State NWA... Oh, Tri... Oh, anyways... The wrestler called Leroy McGurk as the uh, NWA Tri-State and promote uh, shows in Oklahoma, Louisiana, and Mississippi. And then Cowboy Bill Watts, one of the major stars during the early years, he eventually bought the company in 1979 and renamed it Mid-South Wrestling. That's where J.R. started uh, commentary. Yeah.
0: Before we went to WWE?
1: Yeah.
0: Well... I can't believe he went to that. Yeah. And then now AEW. Yeah, that's right. He traveled like three places public. Uh
1: huh. Well, he bought it in 79 and called it Mid South Wrestling, MSW. They were actually one of the uh, few territories that territories to be a part of the NWA. Though NWA titles were still defended there. The biggest stars in the MSW were the Junkyard Dog. I remember him. He was freaking good. He was real good. Oh, no. Who's here? It's the giant.
0: Stephanie.
1: Okay, where was I at? Okay, the Junkyard Dog. And, of course, I remember the fabulous Freebirds with Michael P.S. Hayes, Terry Gordy. That's the guys that came out the bad street in the whole USA. Oh my
0: gosh!
1: Bad street, Atlanta G. A. Oh, durn imagine, durn. imagine dinner
0: with Dave Chib. Like, oh my gosh! Yeah. I love this
1: show. But uh, yeah, that was a good trio. And then you had the Midnight Express with Jim Cornette. He's the guy with the tennis racket, and the glasses, yeah. that always ran his mouth. He was a good. He was a good manager. He's one of the best. Real good on the mic. And then you had oh, um Sting. He came from there. He was wrestled there for a while. Shane Douglas. Rick Steiner. You know him? Part of the Steiner brothers. Then you had Eddie Gilbert. Steve Williams. The Rock and Roll Express. You don't remember them old guys. I have to show you them.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't remember
1: them. And you had Bill Watts. Danny Hodgkins. Or Danny Hodge, Danny uh, Irish Mike, Glancy, and Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase went on to the WWE to become the million-dollar man. No Because everybody's the, got a price.
0: No wonder he would... No, remember that one wrestling thing? And then he would yeah. kick that ball with the kids. and stuff Yes. Aw, too yeah. bad. You, you didn't get the money. I
1: know.
0: He would always
1: do that to little kids. Yes. With the promotion only a year old... The, MS, the M.S.W. of Michael Hayes wrestled the junkyard dog at the mat, and the match drew thirty thousand fans. That's a lot of people. Bill Watts saw what the uh, World Wrestling Federation was doing and decided that he wanted the company to go national under the uh, United Wrestling Federation, the UWF. But the UWF was unable to compete with the uh, JCP. In the WWF, and Watts added ended up selling uh, to Crockett in 1987. <coughs> all of his talent, all of the, uh, all of his talent was buried, uh, except for Sting, Rick Steiner, the fabulous uh, Freebirds, the Rock and Roll Express, and the, uh, and Shane Douglas. The UWF is one of the few defining product uh promotions whose videos video archives don't belong to the wwe uh-huh. dang that's pretty cool okay now we're going to go over georgia championship wrestling and they covered uh georgia and south uh ohio uh-huh. oh yeah Georgia Championship Wrestling was founded in 1944 by local promoter Paul Jones. Originally known as ABC Booking, it soon changed its name to Mid-South Sports,
0: MSSS,
1: until it was renamed Georgia Championship Wrestling in 1976. They ran their shows in the Atlanta area every Friday night until 1971, when they made their uh, debut. Where was that? Oh, debut on TV, hosted by the legend. Oh, I'm sorry, hosted by the legendary Gordon Sully. Hello, everybody. This is Gordon Sully, uh, one of Ted Turner's TV stations w t b s paul jones ran the company for the uh best part of thirty years before <coughs> falling ill and hand- handing it over to his uh booker ray ge G- 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 gunhill gungill Gun- ray gungill in nineteen seventy when it ran when in nineteen seventy who ran it for uh two years before he died of a heart attack after a match with the legendary ox Baker. we need to cover ox baker he was a good guy he was a big old feller and then for two years the promotion was in lim- in limbo as Gungil's wife took all the gcw wrestlers to make her own promotion but when they when that failed they went back to georgia under the uh uh, promotion of Jim Barnett in 1976 GCW made its debut on satellite TV <clears throat> and it was the first national wrestling or uh, it was the first national wrestling wrestling alliance promotion to be broadcasted nationwide you know what that means all across the United States I think after this one we're going to probably uh I'll put the interview on and we're probably gonna call it quits after that. Jackson's going to sleep on me, yeah. It's late and we're doing this. But uh we'll do this last one. Georgia Championship. Okay, bud? Okay. digger, 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 digga digger. Where was I at? National Wrestling Alliance, main show. Okay. It was uh it was one of the main shows keeping WTBS uh on the air. In 1982, they were forced to change their TV show's name to world, champion, to world Championship Wrestling to make it more appealing to fans. Jim Barnett was forced out of GCW in 1983 and was taken over by the Briscoe brothers and uh, Ollie Anderson. You know, he's part of. He was. he uh, was part of the Four Horsemen. That's Iron Anderson's cousin. Yeah, <coughs> he was one of the original Four Horsemen. <coughs> uh, okay, I got that. Okay. In the quest to end the uh, old territorial system of wrestling, Vince McMahon bought the uh, promotion and its TV time slot in 1984. After the World Wrestling Federation uh, boomed or bombed on WTBS due to the uh, audience for the GCW preferring athletes wrestling to the uh, cartoonish storylines that the WWF showed, Vince sold the promotion in the time to Jim Cornette of Jim uh, Crockett Promotions in 1985. The WWE, however, now owns the GCW Tape Library, Tommy Rich, Bobby Shane, the masked superstars, Axe, and the uh, Assassins were popular stars of GCW. With NWA World Heavyweight Champion Ric Flair. Woo! Also being regular uh, stops as well as the uh, Briscoes, uh, Ollie Anderson, and the uh, Funks. And the WWE owns all the GCW video archives. Okay, that was Georgia. We're going to cut that part off right there. We'll finish that up on the next episode. But what we're going to do now is go get the interview with. Uh, Rebel. Yeah, with Rebel and Soldier. So we'll be back, but here's the interview.
3: All right, folks, we are back. We have just seen a fantastic AEW show, and now we're sitting here. Unfortunately, they're not the number one contenders, but they are still one of the top teams in APW. We have the Renegades, we have Rebel, we have the Soldier. And now, we'd like to hear from y'all. Like, what are your thoughts on the match? What happened out there tonight, guys?
2: Well, unfortunately, somebody got distracted again. I told you he was here, man. That was. What if I told you he is a one-on-one guy? There was two of us out there. Anyways, besides that, you know, they come out and we're blessed with the fact that it is a, now a street fight. fight. And not just any street fight, a mineral wells street fight. So the crowd automatically loved it, just by that alone. They come in, they introduce weapons first, and what happens? We duck it, they collide. They get hit with them. Those pretty boys, they don't like getting hit with weapons. They didn't even yeah. want to do the match as a street fight anymore. But at the end of the day, it was still a street fight. Uh, now, this time, they had a manager with them. She wasn't here last time.
1: I was fixing to say I have seen them before, and i never seen her.
2: I've never seen her before. They bring a manager, so it's like <laughs> they prepared for some kind of they. Like they were preparing for her to be getting involved anyway. She can swing a kendo stick. i tell she you. She can swing a kendo stick. I know. Yeah, she I, got y'all a couple times. Yeah, just just a couple.
3: She was hitting y'all harder than the boys were.
2: She's probably meaner than them. She probably whipped them into shape. Cause uh they ran from us last time. At least this time they actually came in looking for a fight. I think they bit off more than they could chew. You know. Now granted, Matt, of course, there's always hiccups in it. We had the upper hand, we start working, and we get the kendo stick in. And and Rebels in there laying the chops, laying the chops. I mean, just wailing on them. I was laying. And then you grab the steel chair? Yeah, yeah, steel chair. You explain what happened, cuz I don't remember all of that. I just kind of got to the the end You
3: had him in a lock, you told me to hit him with it. He ducked, I hit you.
0: I didn't mean to hit you.
2: You know what, it's a street fight. Those accidents happen. But now let's fast forward to the end. Again, twice. Like I said, I thought I saw him and he was here, man. I told you before the show and all week, he is a one on one guy. There's two of us out there. You cannot let him, he is in your head.
0: You're right, he's in my head. You're right.
2: This is twice, twice since you've done this. We are no longer number. We are not number one contenders. We are not getting a tag team title shot anymore. So you know what? For this, I'm gonna call it. You have fun. Come on, then we go, man.
3: Come on now.
2: Man. No, I'm not. You finish the interview. I've got things to think about.
3: Well, all right, folks. Some <laughs> dissension I gotta, I gotta between the renegades. All right. Well, um well. Well folks, sorry to have to say this. The interview yeah. got cut short, the renegades got a little heated. Uh, Rebel also fell off a fell off a ladder tonight, hit his yeah, ribcage. He's, he got he's gotta messed go to the hospital. So we'll try to get another interview with him later, but it looks like there's a little bit of a little bit, bit of, of heat of, between him uh, too. But
1: Yeah, I mean it was a street fight and there's some stuff that probably shouldn't happen, but so it is what it is, but it I'll is tell you this is. much.
3: They might not be very happy with each other right now, but they're both great athletes. This and they both nice make show. a good
1: tag team. Maybe they can get it worked out. And I think the
3: only, person, the only people more disappointed than them if they ain't
1: the number one contenders is us. Yeah. All right. Let's get our next interview ready. All right, guys. I hope y'all enjoyed that. That's all the interviews we got that night. We got them two after the show. That they was, they was pretty heated, pretty mad, especially Soldier, wasn't he, Jackson?
0: Yeah, I, did, I, did, I, did, I thought that he was really mad at them. But you never know; it could always happen again.
1: Yeah, Jackson was sitting at the table and he was like, "Oh my gosh," he just walked out.
0: Yeah, I was like, "What the heck is wrong with this dude?" <laughs> and then after the show, I asked him, "Like, why'd you just hit? Why'd you just walk out on him?" He was so mad. Did. He had
1: things to think about.
0: Soldier was like, "Well, it was for the show." It was um. For, it was anyways. Just, but he was actually okay. mad at him.
1: I hope you all enjoy today's show. Sorry, we got to cut a little short. Jackson's kind of tired, but we'll cover some more territories. We're going to hit uh, APW up this weekend. They are coming back to Mineral Wells for Harvest Moon, I believe this show is called. It's going to be a good one. It's always good. Come check it out. APW, guys, Advanced Pro Wrestling. This has been your co-host with the most, the shaggiest man, the brightest Whoa. man.
0: The Whoa. most beautiful man in the
1: world. Stop
0: saying your co host,
1: Stephen Booth, baby. This is Ooh, your co-host, yeah. No, Jackson. you're the host. I'm the co host. Uh, this
0: is your host, Jackson Booth. Ooh, yeah. Freak out. Freak out.
1: Too sweet. See y'all guys later, man. Bye. Yeah.